pupils right now you're listening to the artistic eye podcast i'm your host dorian with three eyes aka d-o-r-i-i-i-o-n you can find me on all social media platforms at exactly that first and foremost i'm going to take the time to tell you that i'm extremely grateful and thankful that you even took the time to listen to this podcast whether it's two seconds 20 seconds or this entire fucking episode i want to let you know that i appreciate you for even lending me your ear so thank you See, this is exactly what I'm talking about when I say these social platforms don't give a fuck about you. All right, they don't give a fuck. They pretend like they do because that's how they get their money. That's how they get their users, their consumers, their clients. But at the end of the day, if we really look at the actions that these companies take, we can see that clearly they don't give a fuck about us. And here's why I say that. A couple months ago, we got Facebook employees and quote-unquote whistleblowers who came out to basically throw the company under the bus and expose the company for doing nefarious things and doing things that basically harm us and our children, more specifically our children, right? Because that was the argument that was being made is that these children, our children's children's you know what I'm saying our children are being attacked on these websites so because of that to a certain degree it's the website's responsibility to stop that now that was the whistleblower's argument is that they haven't done anything to stop cyberbullying as well as a few other things like FOMO aka fear of missing out right social media has a, a large role in us having the FOMO feeling. We see something that someone is doing or we see something that someone has and we feel like because we aren't doing that thing or have that thing, we feel like we're missing out on something. We feel as though we aren't living our lives to our fullest potential. We feel as though we need to compare ourselves in order to understand what happiness is. You understand what I'm saying? Like, listen to what I said. We feel like we have to compare ourselves in order to understand what happiness is. Instead of just fucking looking inwardly instead of outwardly and understanding what makes us truly happy internally. It's not the fucking likes. It's not the comments. It's not the fucking jewelry and cars and beautiful people, quote unquote, that you see on social media. Fuck all that shit. That shit don't mean anything. What actually makes you happy? But see, when you flood it with these images, you can end up being tricked and manipulated into believing these are the things that's going to make you happy. Like I said, FOMO. But that's not necessarily social media's fault. That's the people who use social media's fault. You know what I'm saying? Like no one, like when you download Instagram or Twitter or TikTok, it didn't have a, a fucking description that said only post pictures of jewelry only post pictures of expensive things only it never said that 
That was your doing. You decided to do that. You understand? Now, that being said, though, it's the people's. It's the people's fault. It's the people's responsibility. If you want to change the narratives in the conversations that's being had about cyberbullying, about social media awareness and things like that. It's up to us, not the companies themselves. Which brings me back to my original point. It has to be up to us because the companies don't give a fuck. Why would we expect other people to do things that we should be doing for ourselves? AKA, why do we expect Facebook or Meta or Instagram and Twitter or whatever, why do we expect these companies to shield and protect our self-esteem? That was not their job. That's your job. It's called self-esteem. Bitch, this is fuck, This is what you're supposed to be doing. Not what the fuck other people... It's not our job to pamper you and, and pat you in the ass and make you feel good. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm speaking from the perspective of the social media companies. I don't work there, but if I did work there, this is how I'll be. This is how I would frame the argument. It's not my fucking job to make you feel good. That's your job. You understand? It's not my job to pamper you and and, and make you feel like, you know, it's not my job to instill confidence in you. That's not my job. That's your job. And if anything, if you're a child, that's your parents' job. See what I'm saying? Which is what I'm saying. If these cyberbullying conversations need to be redirected towards the parents. The parents, not the fucking companies. But regardless of the fact, they're pretending like they do care, okay? Because when the when the uh, what's her name? When the whistleblower had came out and basically told everyone that these companies aren't doing things to help stop the cyberbullying or whatever, all that did was. Start the conversation of okay, well, what should the companies be doing to curb these negative experiences that our users are having? What should we, as a social media company, what should we do to stop the cyberbullying, to stop people from feeling insecure? What should we do? That was the conversations and the questions that was imposed after the exposition of Instagram, right? After she exposed Instagram or Facebook. That's what we was asking. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I guess those are practical questions to ask. The only thing is, is, like I said, we're still putting the responsibility back onto the companies instead of ourselves. So when we say things like, okay, what are a few things that social media can do to stop cyberbullying? All we're doing is creating the environment to be more regulated, to be more restricted. AKA, now we won't be able to say the things that we actually want to say. We can't leave the comments or whatever because we have to worry about whether or not we're cyberbullying. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about uh, like us being mindful of our, our actions and being mindful of the things that we say. I'm talking about us having to second guess the things that we say because we're in fear of being reported. Or having our accounts deleted. Or whatever the case might be. Just because fucking cyberbullying is such an epidemic, apparently. Like, this is a good example, actually. Like, literally, last week, literally a couple days ago, right? I had left a comment 
on a post that was talking about. To be honest, I don't even remember what it was talking about. I think it was talking about um, the Travis Scott situation or whatever. But I left a comment and someone didn't agree with me. Nothing new. But in their disagreement, they called me dumb. Or they asked, are you dumb? And then they kept on going. Now, I'm from the hood. All right, it's only so much you can say that I actually make me feel bad. I don't give a fuck about what you say or think. That being said, though, right, like, I have tough skin. I come from a rough environment that has taught me that it's probably better to have tough skin than not. Right? So, that being said, I don't get worried. I don't get flustered when people talk shit or curse me out on social media. I don't give a, especially in person, let alone social media. I don't give a fuck if someone calls me out my name, quote unquote. Like, what the hell is that going to do to me? I'm not dead, right? I'm still breathing, right? <laughs> so because I come from it with that perspective, you're not going to find me reporting people. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to find me reporting comments and shit like that. You're not going to find me getting upset. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to respond. If I feel disrespected, I'm going to respond you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever energy, not even just disrespect, respect anything, any type of energy you approach me with, I'm going to respond with that energy. You know what I'm saying? So that being said, that being said, right, I'm not going to report you if you talk shit, but I will talk shit back. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I said that to say, this person left a comment asking if I'm dumb. Now, another person probably would have been fucking offended and reported the comment oh my god he's insulting my intelligence or whatever right I don't give a fuck you know what I did I insulted his ass right back but see that's the irony of the situation is that a lot of people can dish out some shit but they can't take what they dish out he called me dumb or whatever I insulted him right back I forgot what, what, I, what I said to be honest I think I called him dumb right back or something I don't know something stupid but basically I did exactly what he did to me but guess what? He reported me for that shit. You see what I'm saying? And what's crazy about that is even though he started it, just because he reported me first, who do you think got in trouble? Me. Exactly. I mean, I didn't get in trouble. Like, what the fuck is Instagram going to do to me? But they did delete my comment and they did... Uh, put me on a little comment restriction or whatever right all right whatever my only thing is is like one that little story we can understand that a lot of times people aren't fucking being cyber bullied a lot of times people just don't know how to fucking take what they dished out in the first place no one's cyber bullying you you shouldn't have fucking opened your mouth to say some bullshit now when someone stands some bullshit back to you you can't fucking take it Whose fault is that? Is that Instagram's fault or is that your fucking fault for not knowing how to shut the fuck up? For not knowing how to take negative remarks? Whose fault is that? Because I'm damn sure not going to give all that power and responsibility to someone else, a.k.a. Instagram. No, I'm aware of my own power and responsibility. If I insulted someone and they insulted me right back, it must have been my fucking fault that that happened in the first place. You understand what I'm saying? 
But guess what, though? That doesn't matter. If someone insults you, according to Instagram or whatever these social media sites are, when someone insults you, it's your job to report it. It's your job to stop the cyberbullying and not continue the problems. Look, man, that's not how the real world works. Someone punch you in your motherfucking head, you better have the strength and the balls to punch their ass right the fuck back. Not sit there and run and go tell. The fuck is wrong with y'all? But whatever, I'm going on a tangent now. I'm, I'm getting beyond the point. The main point is that these sites don't give a fuck about you. Because if they did, would I have gotten in trouble that day for just simply defending myself? If they gave a fuck about me for real, why didn't they delete both of those comments? Not just mine, but his also. Why did they leave his, but deleted mine? Hmm? Who do they who do they give a fuck about? Do they give a fuck about the people who are reporting the problems? Do they give a fuck about the people who are having the problems? Do they give a fuck about the people who aren't reporting the problems? Do they give a fuck about the people who are continuing the problems? Who like what's going on? You see what I'm saying? Like, in regards to the fact, regards to all that fact of being reported and things like that, the main point is, is that. We, we are losing the ability to express ourselves authentically. You understand? So what that my opinion may be offensive to you? So what I might say something you don't like? So the fuck what? That's life. So again, when we put people out there into the environment of making them believe that people shouldn't or will not say offensive things. When we put people into the environment that whenever someone says something offensive, that people are going to just run to their aid and help them. When we put people in these environments, we're setting them up for failure. That's real bullying. That's real bullying. Put setting them up for failure. Because we all know that bullies exist, whether it be online or not. If we try to shield people from this reality, when they actually do come into contact with these bullies, they're going to be fucking crippled. They're not going to know what to do. They're not going to know how to respond. You see what I'm saying? Whatever happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Whatever happened to that? Y'all motherfuckers get fucking, y'all arms broke and heartbroken and fucking brain damaged. From words. Words apparently do hurt y'all nowadays. This generation is soft. What the fuck? But anyways, back to the point. These social media sites don't give a fuck about you. Because the whole narrative was that they're trying to stop cyberbullying. See what I'm saying? The point, the reason I got reported that day is because they're trying to stop cyberbullying. Okay? So they're masking themselves and parading as if they do give a fuck. But here's why I say they do not give a fuck. The thumbnail. The thumbnail picture of this episode, you can see. And if you're not, if you're not able to see it for whatever reason, right? I'll, I'll just read it out loud. The thumbnail picture of this shit. The thumbnail uh, is a screenshot from a news article that is basically explaining to everyone... That now debt collectors have the ability to track you down on social media. Let me repeat. 
Debt collectors now have the ability to track you down on social media. What are debt collectors? Debt collectors are the people who continuously call your phone to harass you, asking where their money is. Whatever that may be, maybe you have hospital bills that you have yet to pay. Maybe you have um, car notes that you have to pay. Maybe, I don't know, something that you pay for but you didn't completely pay for. You know, you just put a down payment on it, right? Debt collectors are the ones that come and ask you for the remaining amount of that money. Now, I can understand why it's important to have debt collectors have the ability to reach out to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you bought something and you don't pay for it, I mean, technically, it's the person's right to track you down to get that money. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, you kind of just broke a law. So I get it. But also, at the same time, though, there is a thin line between, you know, trying to be a debt collector and just fucking harassing people. Like, for example, Sally Mae. That's one of the biggest debt collectors we know in America. Sally Mae. Those are the ones who tr- try to come and collect your student loans, your college debt. Well, here's the thing about Sally Mae. Listen, Sally Mae, I know how much money I fucking owe the school. You don't have to email me every fucking day. You don't have to call me every day. So now, why do you need the ability to fucking reach out to me on Instagram and and DM? Like, what the fuck? That's harassment. Here I am. And yes, I know. Like I said, I already played devil's advocate. I know that I owe you money. So the argument should be yes, to a certain degree, shouldn't they have the ability to ask me for the remaining money? I get it. That makes sense. But how much you going to fucking ask me? You see what I'm saying? Like, if, if someone owes you money, right? And that, that's actually, hold on, that's a bad example because you probably would do this. Let's use a different example. Let's say, let's say you own a restaurant, right? Or you own an ice cream shop or whatever, right? And let's say someone comes in, they order ice cream, but they didn't have enough change. Or whatever. Maybe the ice cream was ten fifty. They only had ten dollars, right? Or nine fifty, or whatever the case. You have the option to ignore the change that they're missing and continue to sell it to them, or you have the option to deny them, right? Okay. Boom. If you decide to continue to sell it to them, you've already voided their responsibility of paying the rest. Otherwise, why did you allow them to engage with this thing if they didn't have the total amount in the first place? But we can understand that sometimes people don't have all that they need. So that's when we start giving them loans and shit like that or doing favors for them or just letting them slide in this example. You're not going to get a loan from a fucking ice cream shop, but they'll let you slide, right? All right, cool. Using that example, though, the next time you see that person, what are you going to do? Harass them for that 50 cents? Or that dollar fifty that they're lacking or whatever. What are you going to do? Are you going to... Every time they walk past your store and they don't come in knowing that they owe you 50 cents or whatever. What are you going to do? Are you going to chase them down? Like, the point of that stupid analogy is... Is at what point does it become harassment? And at what point does it just become you trying to collect the debt or whatever? 
Like, that's a serious question we need to ask ourselves because now we can know how to combat this little situation with debt collectors coming on Instagram and Twitter and shit like that. Like, is that not harassment? Is that not cyberbullying? Like, if we look at the definition of bullying, just basically, it is harassment. It is to be overbearing to a much smaller and incapable victim. Isn't that exactly what debt collectors are doing? Aren't all debt collectors basically bigger than their debtors? Like Sally Mae. Sally Mae as a corporation is bigger than you and me and the next person and the next person. You see what I'm saying? That's literally a bigger entity. And what do they do, this bigger entity? They continue to keep on fucking reaching out to me. And being overbearing in their reaching out. Being overbearing, a.k.a. harassing me, a.k.a. bullying me. Now, there's going to be a lot of people who don't necessarily look at it that way, especially debt collectors themselves. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. And my question to all of it is, is, okay, if the problem that we're having is about debt collecting and cyberbullying and harassment and things like that. The next question is, okay, who is allowed to do this? Who gets the privilege to harass? That's the real question here. That's why I gave you that story about the person reporting me. And that's why I'm talking about these debt collectors flooding social media. Who has the right to harass because apparently that's what it's looking like now is that you gotta have a right matter of fact not even a right a privilege it's looking like it's a privilege now to harass people it's a privilege now to be overbearing it's a privilege now to continue to say shit that people don't want you to say and reach out to people when they don't want you to reach out you see what I'm saying like you sitting here telling me that as a social media platform you care about cyberbullying so that's why you give me the mute button. That's why you give me the restrict button. That's why you give me the option to block. Yet, at the same time, we have companies that override these things. We have companies that don't give a fuck about who you block. We have companies that don't give a fuck about who you restrict. We have companies that don't give a fuck that your account is private. They're going to still continue to reach out and harass you for their fucking money. You see what I'm saying? And I bet you these debt collectors are paying these platforms to do so. And that's the problem. Once you start paying these platforms or... Once you start doing what they what the fuck they want you to do, aka give them money or participate in their overall agenda, once you start doing what the fuck they want you to do, now you got the privilege to do what you want to do. AKA, once you start pretending like you're such a good person and you report people, once you pretend like the only reason you're doing this is to just collect your money and debt collect or whatever, right? Once you put yourself in this 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 fucking lens of being a good person. Now you got the privilege to fucking harass people. Now you got the privilege to bully people. Now you can go right under the radar and do the same shit that other people are being reported for. You see what I'm saying? That's leading to a whole different conversation. Talking about status and privilege on these platforms. That's a good segue. 
Why is it that erotic artists and people who paint pictures of naked people are always reported? Meanwhile, people who actually post naked pictures, like real life pictures, but have millions of followers or whatever, right? How come they don't get reported? Same fucking thing. The whole concept of status. Some people are allowed to do things that you aren't just for the sake of their fucking status. Fuck these debt collectors. They status don't mean shit to me. See what I'm saying? So I say that to say be very aware of the actions these social media platforms are taking because they might have one thing coming out of their fucking mouths. But their actions might be completely contradictory to that thing that they're talking about. They talk about they care about cyberbullying. They say they care about your privacy. Yet at the end of the day, they sell your data to fucking harassers and bullies. These fucking social media platforms don't give a fuck about you. Don't get that confused. So while everyone else is getting confused, actually getting confused about whose responsibility it is to stop these negative interactions on social media. Let me remind you that it's your responsibility. Your responsibility. You have the ability to respond to whatever positive or negative circumstance happens to you. The better you respond, aka the better you take on that responsibility, the better you can control the outcome of that circumstance. But in order to even get there in the first place, you know what you got to do? You got to value your perspective. Because while everyone else is telling you that you can't express yourself because if you say something offensive, that might be cyberbullying. While everyone else is telling you that behind closed doors, they're also doing the same exact thing, telling you not to do that same exact thing. So what do I say to that? Fuck these rules and regulations that they're placing on you and continue to value your perspective. Never conform to this shit. Be a fucking individual. And understand that whatever energy is thrown at you, especially when we're talking about words and shit that people say, you have the ability to absorb that energy and let it affect you in your mood or let that energy bounce right off to you, right off you and not mean anything aka when someone calls you out your name when someone calls you a bitch or a dickhead or one of the worst words you can say right now a fag or some shit when someone calls you out your fucking name and it really gets under your skin you have the ability to a let it continue to get under your skin and be offended or B, understand that this person's opinions and thoughts and words don't fucking mean shit and don't control you at the end of the day. So what are you going to do? You're going to continue to value other people's perspectives so fucking much to the point that it causes you to be insecure? Or are you actually going to value your own perspective and have a greater sense of self-esteem and confidence and responsibility? A.K.A. self-accountability. Which one are you going to do? Whose perspective are you going to value more? Them or yours? 